And welcome back to the Traveling On Radio Show as we continue this month's focus on black history. And we're taking an international focus today as we just uh, did Paris in our first half. And in our second half, we're going to turn our attention to Curacao. And uh, Curacao is a very interesting and engaging island, part of the ABC chain of islands there that uh, the Dutch have uh, have. Uh, have flown their flag over for some time, and the island of Curacao itself has a rich African historical and cultural legacy that continues to influence the island to this day. And here to tell us all about it is Andre Roger. I hope I got your name correctly there of the Curacao Tourist Board. Andre, welcome to Traveling On. Yes, so welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Um, it's Royer, uh, R-O-J-E-R, but you were close enough. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, good enough then. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Curacao and its place uh, uh, there, there amongst uh, the Caribbean, and talk to us a bit about that rich uh, tradition, that Afro-Caribbean uh, uh, tradition that exists on the island. Oh, sure, sure. Um, first, uh, thank you for the opportunity to be a part of your uh, radio interview. Um, second, I think it's a very interesting island. Uh, Curacao, it's not the most um, popular island, if you can imagine. It's a very unique island in the sense that uh, the mix of the history, uh, the culture, um, very vibrant and rich cuisine. And of course, just as you mentioned, uh, being part of the Netherlands, um, or still uh, part of the Kingdom of the Netherlands, provides Curacao as a very uh, unique um, um, scene for uh, many tourists and many tourists, as well as the locals. So it's a very interesting um, island to discover in that sense. Now, Curacao has a very unique history, uh, being the center for the slave trade in the 17th uh, century, and it's really um, helped shape the, the, the estates, the plantations that uh, earned uh, Williamstad, Curacao's uh, capital, a place on UNESCO's World Heritage List. Tell us a little bit about that. That's correct. Curacao was the center of the slave trade, just as you just mentioned. I imagine all the slaves were transported um, between 1634 um, till more or less 1795 uh, from Africa uh, to Curacao as their first stop. It was a long a very um, not pleasant journey, as you can imagine, and tight uh, small ships with all the slaves uh, coming to their first stop being the island of Curacao. Today, you can still see all that um, heritage, um, all that uh, in the museums, in the various monuments, um, especially a museum, very interesting museum called um, uh, Museum Cura Holanda, in which you can also learn the, uh, the, 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 how the slaves were transported, their first visit, and all the artifacts they were using. So um, being, um, be, being in Curacao, you can also feel and learn about the, the history, about the slave trade, and, and all the past um, that we just uh, kind of left behind. Um, so it's not only a vacation destination. It's, it's very worthwhile to visit, so you can uh, learn about more about your history, the culture, um, and, and others. I think it's a, it, 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 it's, a, it's a history that we cannot forget and we will not. Uh, and uh, we gladly show that also off to our visitors. I'm just curious, Andre, where, um, what African countries were most of the slaves uh, brought to uh, Curacao from? It, it's the western part of Africa. 
And mm-hmm. uh, again, in Museum Kuraulan, you can see the specific sites of where they uh, came from. But that's most of the part of Western Africa influence. And, and is it uh, my correct understanding that most of the, um, although Curaçao is a very diverse country, that um, African descendants actually make up the, the majority of residents well, you know, on the island? It, it's, a very, it's a very interesting mix, you know. And don't forget, Curaçao is in the Southern Caribbean. It's uh, very close to South America. So um, you have the mix of the um, Latin countries being in, um, close to South America. You, have, um, you are in the Caribbean. You are. You have um, people from. You can clearly see the descent from Africa, and we are in the Dutch Kingdom, which is a European country. So the mix of culture. Um, we say easily that we consist of 55 different nationalities. Is um, it, it's just true. You cannot define who is in exactly Curaçao, while everybody is in Curaçao. But it's just an interesting mix to um, to, to experience. If you have a question for Andre, you can call us on our guest line at 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. And as we uh, continue our conversation about Curacao and, and the Afro influence there, one of the, uh, one of the things that, uh, uh, is, is notable, I guess, is just, is just, as uh, you mentioned, uh, 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 the 55 different cultures and, and just all of the ethnic groups who've, who've influenced the language, uh, Papiamento to, to everything about the music and uh, the food. And talk to us about, uh, about some of those things where, where all of these influences kind of come into play, uh, particularly with, uh, with the cuisine and the culture of the island. Sure, um, very interesting actually. Um, if you see the um, language, Curaçao, in Curaçao we speak four languages total. Um, Dutch is the official language on the island. Everybody speaks English and Spanish, and we have our own and native language, just as you mentioned before, called Papiamento. Papiamento means speaking. So um, it's, a, it's a mix of seven different languages into one. So if I can uh, speak Papiamento, I can also understand seven different languages, which is mm. a very interesting language, of course. Um, and especially if the population speaks four languages, I think it's quite unique, don't you think? Oh, yes. Yeah, and um, be, being a part of the Dutch kingdom, that brings along also the, the European mentality, um, our European, um, I mean, the, the scholarship, um, the education is um, Europe-based. Um, the justice system is also tied to the European laws, so it, it's quite interesting um, for an island to be such uh, have a such a mix of uh, nationalities. Um, another um, very very nice point that you mentioned is the cuisine. You can have great great uh, food in Curacao. Boy, we love to cook, we love to eat. Um, some drinks are very interesting um, um, to, to, to taste. I'm not sure if, I, if everybody knows. Most of the people relate Curacao to blue Curacao, which is mm-hmm. the official liquor of, liquor of the island. You can also find it here in the United States, but uh, it's originally being made in Curacao. It comes in four colors, and um, I mean, if you even go online and look at some very interesting recipes, um, like the Curacao liquor, um, we have uh, we we have some here in the states that you can also um, um, sample. So um, you can visit the factory. It's called Chobolobo Landhouse, and also uh, and see how it's made. 
Well, you, you, when you uh, talked about a little bit about the, the cuisine and, uh, you know, you had me sold right then. It's one of my favorite uh, things to started. experience I when started. I travel. <laughs> I just started. And, and I also can tell you, um, if, if, you, if I can mention some of the uh, cuisine available on the island, um, you can imagine. I mean, it's an island, so plenty of seafood, fresh fish, seafood like the fish, plenty type of fishes. Um, you can see also stews of goat. Um, it's pretty island. It's a lot of um, vegetables. It's a lot of fruits. So it, it's very healthy, very fresh, um, low fat, and 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 and, and you know that, that that keeps us busy because we love to eat, we love to cook, and we gladly also share it to to our visitors. You can go into downtown. There is a place, a very unique place. It's called mm. Marche. Marche means the sure. meeting point. Yes, Marche. You can go. You can have a spectacular lunch with the locals. I mean from 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 all the uh, from bank directors and corporate to everybody on the on, on the street, you can just sit among the locals. You can have mm-hmm. a great meal for less than ten dollars, uh, and then I mean the portions are big. It's like for a week's portion, and it's good food. Um, that's the one thing they have to take note of. And also, um, we can have a, we, there's a lot of restaurants all around the island. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know uh, Curacao. I'm a scuba diver, and uh, and I know the the best diving I understand in the Western Hemisphere is is supposed to be around Bonaire. But with Aruba there and, and Curacao there, I mean, you all three islands are are yeah. pretty similarly situated. So um, I know Curacao to be a wonderful uh, diving. That's uh, locale as well. Um, I I just wanted to go back, circle back to um, Curacao's uh, history and the heritage. Um, is Papiamento the original language of the island, and is that language being uh, preserved? Is that heritage being preserved? Definitely, it, it is being preserved, and you can also see that see that in the different museums around the island. But uh, yes, going back to the to the slave trade, uh, the slave trade um, period, where you have all the slaves, they felt the need to develop a language that is understood by everybody. If you, if you can imagine, we had Americans there, we had uh, Europeans there, we had Africans there. So it, it uh, also um, South American. Uh, so we there was a need to develop a language that everybody could understand, and that was the origin of Papiamento, which means speaking. Of course, they could not communicate properly. So what they do? They 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 made their own language, and today Papiamento is an official language. You can buy the books. You can buy a dictionary. It's on, I have it on spelling check on my computer. So it's a much more developed language and very interesting to learn. Andre, uh, as uh, you've shared so much about uh, about Papiamento and, and, again, kind of all of the uh, cultures coming together, one of those areas where it comes together in such a poignant way is with the music. You've got... All of the Caribbean influences, uh, merengue, calypso, reggae, yeah. but you've also got your own style of music too that emanated from Africa called the tambu style, which uh, is colloquially known as Curacao blues. Tell us a little bit about about your own blues there. Yeah, it's it's called tambu, as you may know. I, I I'm so happy to hear that you know already so about so much about it, um, and I'm glad that you mentioned it. Tambu is. It again uh, comes from the native uh, slavery period. It's a very, very active uh, way of dancing and 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 and, and 
I don't know how to express that, but it's, it, you have to hear it for yourself. I think on Curacao.com you can you can hear mm-hmm. some parts of it. But um, generally, it's very active. It's a very um, um, lively rhythm in which people at that time express themselves. Most of the time, it's still being played around the end of the year. It's um, it's tambu season, like they call it. It's, um, I, I'm always so happy to be around that time in, in Curacao because it's a, a lot of plays and concerts going on all around the island um, of Tambu. So in, in the islanders do love it. It has also a special way of dancing it. Very active. You have to be in shape, believe me. You have to be in shape. <laughs> otherwise, no, otherwise, believe me, you, you, you will foster disappointment to, to, towards Oh, man, the, I... Yeah, no, you have to, you have to. It's very active, and I, I, I hope everybody can get a chance to, 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 to listen to it. So, so there are lessons for, for people who come during uh, this festival uh, season, and, and, and I wanted you to mention when that is, because I, maybe I missed that, but there are lessons uh, provided for individuals who want to, to learn Tambu? Not really lessons, but I really encourage you to visit uh, during the um, end of the year season where they have all those play all around the island they're, they're, they're for free i mean no no entrance charge people gather they start playing they start dancing and i think that's the best lesson you can get just join the locals just you know and learn how to dance tambu the best way and uh, again be in shape <laughs> <laughs> if if not you'll hurt yourself i'm sure no, no, I, um speaking I, I pretty well though uh, oh, good. Well, no, no, I meant myself. I, I, I was I referring to myself. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of festivals, what other festivals do you have um, on the island throughout the year that celebrates uh, Curacao's uh, cultural heritage? We have quite some interesting festivals. Like for, for instance, from August 15 to uh, November 15, Curacao brings out its uh, culture, its history, its cuisine in form of the uh, Curacao culture, cuisine, and heritage experience. I think on CuracaoCulture.com you can find more information, but it's basically a free three-month period while you can experience our history. You can learn how to cook, you can learn papiamento, you can learn how to dance, there are plays and concerts in downtown. Those are free events for everybody to participate. We have a kite season also where you can also um, um, see and learn about kites, we have the Curacao Dive Festival taking place in May, which is upcoming soon, May the mm-hmm. 23rd till the 31st. That's good that you are a diver. Uh, that's good <laughs> that you mentioned because, you know, I'm not sure if you know, but Curacao is, was rated number one healthiest marine life in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Very healthy, great reefs for shore diving and boat diving and night diving and wreck diving. Interesting wrecks all around the island of more than 60 dive sites. So that's something that uh, you really have to look into that. Um, oh, and I'm sure the visibility is just phenomenal okay. there, too. You know what I like about it? It's a warm Caribbean water. It, yes. It's 80 <laughs> degrees. It's, oh, my goodness, you don't need a, a wetsuit or something. It's such a nice. And, you know, I'm based uh, for the Curacao Tourist Board in uh, New Jersey. <laughs> so uh, I really know and I appreciate uh, what is um, island um, island. Um, the climate and and uh, the visibility <laughs> at this moment. I'm I'm sure you do. We're we're here in Washington D.C. I think around the same you climate. So <laughs> I'm longing for Curacao right I just now. Curacao um, two days ago, and it was more than 82, 82 degrees. 
Oh dear. By the oh, way, dear. I didn't mention what I'm missing at this moment, or where we all are missing uh, here into this station, is carnival. These are the carnival dates going on on the island. I mean, I can barely get a hold of my friends. It's partying <laughs> uh, every day. It's a lot of um, festivities. It's preparation for the grand marches. Bands are practicing. So it's very lively, very colorful. And, uh, of course, the, the rhythm that, that gets into your body, it's, it's, it's easy to deny that it's something that we need at least once a year. <laughs> or more. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but before we before we go, we just have a couple of minutes left. I wanted to uh, ask you to talk a little bit about some of the museums and galleries that are on the the island, because some of them hold uh, some of the finest African collections in the in the Caribbean. Very interesting. You know, um, as I mentioned before, Museum Kurahulanda specifically for this, um, what you just mentioned, um, African heritage and, and, and culture. We also have a very rich maritime history that can be um, explored in the Curacao Maritime Museum. We also have our national museum called the Curacao Museum. We have the Postal Museum. We have the Numismatic Museum, the Telecommunication Museum. We have a long list of museums. Oh, not to forget, a Jewish museum that is mm. close and adjacent to the Jewish synagogue on the island. Yes, and it's one of our, um, our um, how do you call nationalities that is well represented on the island. Um, just for me to mention, this is a beautiful, beautiful old building, a synagogue that is the oldest synagogue in the Western Hemisphere, which is still in continued use. If you just walk into the synagogue, it's an amazing, beautiful building with the sand floor and all the mahogany and the gold chandeliers. It's just impressive. And the history, you know, and, and I hope our listening audience um, picks up on this, but the the island is so rich in in history, not just uh, Afro Caribbean history or African American history or what have you, but yeah. there because of the the diversity on the island, um, and uh, you know, the Jewish museum is 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 indicative of uh, just the the rich. A culture yeah. that uh, is is present on uh, on Curacao, and I'm I'm glad that you shared that uh, with us. And I think we are, uh, you know, I always say, and and everyone probably on a weekly basis uh, hears me, you know, ask to uh, to come to travel and do a remote show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would love to travel to uh, to Curacao. Well, we, have to work uh, uh, we have to work on that. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I know how to find you uh, yeah, after yeah. the show. But, but, but oh, one thing, one tip I want to mention, and I and I and I and I heard about your show before. I, I think you have very savvy listeners. Also, don't just go to Curacao and lay on the beach. Of course, that's part of the vacation to relax. But I really suggest you to go on uh, and discover the island. There is so much to see, so much to do, so much to learn. I mean, you can come back and and, and amazed of everything that you've learned on the island. You you you, you will hear about things you, you you never heard before in your life or knew that existed around the world. You know, so it, mm-hmm. it enriches um, your life. It, you you learn something, and it's not just about a vacation and laying on the beach with a pina colada in your hand. But you will come back a much, much um, um, wiser person, as well, if, if I can um, stay stated that way. Um, and um, yep, no, yep, 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's about the cultural experience, and I think a lot of our listeners, uh, like ourselves, are uh, are looking for that authentic experience. And I think certainly uh, by immersing oneself in uh, in in a destination, uh, they can obtain it. But Andre, we thank you so much for for joining us today, and uh, we also want to thank Ricky Stevenson with Black Paris Tours for also coming on our show. And uh, we continue our Black History series next week week. I think it's a final week and we look forward to spending time with you then. You've been listening to the Traveling On Radio Show with Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick and until next week, happy travels. Happy travels.